been a tale of two seasons for the Boston Celtics. I probably aged about 10 years just from that series. I'd probably compare myself to like, you know, just a younger, smarter, more handsome, stronger Michael Jordan. Let's go Celtics. Go Patriots. These are these are guys who, when they when you give them a bowl of Cheerios in the morning, they finish every last drop of milk. Absolute uh, clown over here. I'm ready when you are, baby. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Offbeat Sports Podcast. Cross here, uh, along with Harry and Aiden. Um, we're gonna be rolling with some uh, Patriots talks today. Um, first episode in a little while, so we're gonna get back into it. Uh, before we start, I just want to show off some nice little thing I put together at the uh, in-stadium practice. So I met Pro Bowl Mac Jones jersey. I got signed by like half the team, basically, including daddy mac and very very good time awesome souvenir that i will now frame um but yeah all right now let's get into it um how we doing boys um you know all things considered um i'm alive so that's a start i know right yeah doing pretty well here just you know it's kind of the downtime of sports season no patriots or celtics uh, no bruins either so we're getting through it. Yeah, so, I mean, we're getting back into football season, which is always good. Um, and Patriots are back. I mean, that's always a fun time. I know there's been some struggles in training camp, but how concerned are you guys with the, the reports coming out of training camp that Patriots aren't necessarily where they should be at this point? Aiden, you can go ahead first. Um. I would say it makes me a little concerned, um, but I'm not really too worried about it. <clears throat> I mean, as long as Bill Belichick is still the head coach of the New England Patriots, um, I think they'll always have a fighting chance at a playoff spot. I, it does make me a little worried that the two men placed in charge of Mac Jones's development in this important year are Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, but as long as Belichick is kind of like seeing overseeing everything, making sure everything is going according to what he wants, I wouldn't be too concerned about it. I mean, I think they'll be just fine. They'll get to where they need to be. Always start off slow anyways. Yeah. Um, by the way, this episode is brought to you by Celsius. Forgot in my intro, but here we are. Heck, man, you're slacking. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to what Aiden said. I mean, when I'm looking at training camp, I mean, yeah, there can be some concerns where, like, timing's off, which I think we saw in the um, the Panthers preseason game, despite the win. I think on the first couple drives from Mac Jones, I was at the game. Um, it seemed like just timing was off. It, like, um, there was a drop, which kind of hurt. You could definitely tell the timing of the routes was off. Um, that uh, Devontae Parker drop was uh, somewhat concerning. Yeah, but, I mean, I think that comes with time and working together. So – but then you could tell the third the third drive, they kind of put it together, and it was just like they absolutely manhandled them. And it just – I mean, at the end of the day, everybody drops a ball like once or twice. Yeah, you know what I mean? and, but, and like it, it's preseason. Yeah. And Nobody's running. going like crazy, you know, trying to throw their back out to win a preseason game. You know what I mean? So I'm not too, too worried about it. Um, is it something to like, oh, my God, Devontae Parker, he's supposed to be our number one guy. He dropped the pass. No. Really, that's not going to be that big of a deal. What I do think is going to be a pretty solid deal is uh, the fact that um, two of our cornerbacks are on the IR. 
uh, one of them guaranteed to miss the entire of the 2022 season, Jawan Williams. Um, and Malcolm Butler yeah. uh, found himself on the uh, on the IR himself as well. Yeah, and, and my thing with about training camp is, like, people are like, oh, the offense is struggling. Like, but my thing is with training camp, like, especially before these joint practices, you're playing against your own team. So does that mean your defense is doing extremely well or your offense is doing bad? So, like, it's also, like, like it's give and take, like you're kind of like you're playing against yourself. So realistically, it might mean your defense is good or it might mean your offense is bad. So like, I can't really judge until we see them play week one. I mean, no, that's, that's, that's uh, completely understandable. Cause I mean, if you really take into account of like what it means to be like a good football team, it's not just the stars you have on the lineup and like, you know, the chemistry you guys have together at the end of the day, it's like, you know, the grit and grind of the players who actually want to go out there and win the game versus those who are just trying to get paid. You know what I mean? And I feel like you're looking at a solid lineup of guys who are just really excited not to win, not to get paid, but just to play the game of football. I mean, you look at Mac Jones, he's excited every win and lost. He gets out there. He just loves throwing the ball. He loves being out there. Um, Devontae Parker, I think, is very excited to be in a new system, especially one, you know, as revolutionary as ours, you know, whole city of champions thing. Um, I, I, I see the excitement coming from the guys. Um, Tyquan Thornton's injury is upsetting. Yeah. Well, uh, well, let's get into the receivers. I mean, that's a that's good transition. Yeah. Uh, Tyquan Thornton just got injured his shoulder. I think what was it like a fractured clavicle or something? Uh, collarbone. Yeah. And he's out eight, eight weeks. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Which I mean, is not great. Yeah. Yeah, not great. He was actually playing really well and he was earning his spot. And it was talks that because he was playing so well, we would have to trade one of our other receivers. I still think, like, yeah, that sucks. I wish he wasn't hurt. But, like, I don't know. I feel like we still have enough receivers that we're okay. Like, that, like, we still have enough talent in the receiver room that, like, that's not the worst thing. And, he probably wasn't going to get a ton of reps in the beginning of the season anyway. Yeah. Because I'm trying to beat out guys like Kendrick Bourne, uh, Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers. Like, I just feel like with the, with the guys we had in that wide receiver room, like not, it's not beneficial that he's hurt. It's just like, he's not getting down for not playing, like not playing because of the other wide receivers. And we're now we're not pressured to try and, dump off one of these receivers that we have now Tyquan Thornton can kind of take his time fitting into his role. Yeah. And, and um, I was going to go back to what Harry was saying a minute ago about the Patriots have a lot of players that just love the game. And that's another reason why I wasn't concerned about their lack in training camp is this Thornton injury. It's not good. Um, eerily similar to what Nikhil Harry had to go through the beginning of his Patriots tenure with an injury before the first game. But the receiver room is much better than last year. And as Harry said, the players just love to play football that they'll figure it out. Receivers will step up. Um, I expect a much bigger season from Aguilar this year, a little bit of a down year. I think John Smith will be looking to prove people wrong. So I think while it is a big loss and he was playing great in the preseason that they'll be able to survive without him until he's ready to come back. If he's for that length of time. For me, it's not so much as like, oh, no, I'm worried for the Patriots because uh, we don't have that, you know, really fast rookie wide receiver. It's more so I'm worried for him. You know what I mean? This was this was probably like his best chance at like, you know, making a making a claim for himself on the roster, you know, early season. Yeah. 
he was going to get his reps in. And if he showed out, then we'll look at that. That's a speedy guy. That's really good at beating the defense. Like if he can get past the defense and his hands are pretty solid, like why not? That's like a taller Tyree kill. You know what I mean? But um, it's upsetting. It's upsetting to see him go, not because of like, oh, now I'm worried for the sake of the team. Like I, I, I honestly don't think it affects us too much. Um, I, I think it affects him, you know, in his career a lot more having to miss out on the first half of your rookie season. That's uh, real, like, you know, not even a punch to the chest. That's like taking a bullet. Um, but I mean, even then like sucks, but if we're looking at the state of the team, we still have Jacoby Myers, still have Kendrick Bourne. We still have uh, Ty Montgomery. Devontae um, Parker, Parker. We now have, yeah, Nelson Aguilar. And so we're looking at like a solid three man lineup of Nelson Aguilar, Devontae good. Parker. And, huh? And it's actually been good because Nelson Aguilar has actually been good so far. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's, yeah. that's what I was just getting he into. Was on the, was, before coming into the season, he was on the outs of that wide receiver room where they're, oh, yeah. they're like, they didn't know what to do with him, where he was probably on the trading block, but he's played so well that he's played into a role they're like, we don't really want to trade this guy right now. I think going into this season, um, a lot of the big wide receiver out, like, you know, expectations was, okay, now we have a wide receiver one, two, and a flex in Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers, and Kendrick Bourne. And I think Nelson Aguilar has honestly taken his claim as realistically a wide receiver too. Yeah. He's, play, he's played fantastic. Um, I mean, if he continues to play the way he is, I mean, Granted, it's just preseason. Preseason doesn't mean too much. It's just the guys getting warmed up out there and then sending it out to the backups, you know, let them get some playing time. Um, but he looks good. Like, he looks warmed up. He looks ready. He looks excited. Mac looks really good, if I'm being honest. Um, I mean, he's lost weight. He, he I mean, yeah, like phys- physically wise, he looks struggled fantastic. a couple of days, but I know he's also struggling with the offensive line, which. I think we'll come together. I mean, I think- yeah, I mean, I mean, we got Isaiah Wynn, who's, you know, in the whole talks of the trade block right now, which if we did lose him, it but would I think stink I read, a little bit. I read, I read like right before we came on that they're not going to trade him. So that's good. Uh, I think, I think truthfully the biggest loss and, and saying this is the biggest loss we've had so far this off season. Um, well, no, JC Jackson's definitely the biggest loss, but biggest loss of like of the last month. Um, James White's retirement. Uh, I yeah. Wait, hold on. Before we get into that, I just want to talk about. But I want to go back to the wide receivers. Real quick. Yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. So Kendrick Bourne, he was involved in trade talk. Um, uh, I hate that idea. As soon as, as soon as that came out, I was like, "There's no way." Um, like, and it's come out that they're not going to do it. But like, I was thinking, like, all right, you're probably already not going to re-sign Damian Harris, and you're probably trying to dump him off to someone before, like because you don't want to pay him and Stevenson's been so good that they're going to roll with him. Yeah. I Damian was going to say, Harris, I don't hate that idea yeah. because of your mom. Yeah. Damian Harris and Kent Warner, probably Mac Jones's best friends on the team, like and favorite people on the team. If you're going to let Damian Harris walk, you better, better not get rid of Kendrick Bourne. Or that's just going to piss off your quarterback. Like I know like it's football, it's a business. You don't want to like, like worry about friendships but like but friendships and relationships are just as important as it is the game itself so yeah you don't want to piss off your quarterback you don't want to ruin the chemistry of your team like like i said chemistry doesn't play like chemistry plays a big role Mm -hmm. um you know the drive to win plays a good role 
the money plays a big role in like, yeah, you know, how contract is so team friendly. Yeah. How players want to play is going to be based on what they're getting out of it. You know what I mean? But some players given those three options, they're like, Hey, you know, the chemistry of this team, the people I'm playing with, I'm, I'm having fun out there. The money I'm making for playing, you know, I'm, I'm making money. I'm happy. I'm having fun out there. You know, the, the, the likeliness of us winning a championship, we're a good team. You know, I'm having fun out there. It all plays into how, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, y- y'all are growing up. Y'all are playing sports in high school, middle school, fucking elementary school. It's like, oh, hey, don't worry about winning or losing. Just have fun. At the end of the day, that like, it's kind of, like, true. If you're getting in your head too much about, like, ah, uh, all this other stuff outside of this sucks. Oh, we're on a losing streak. Like, if you just go out there same day or same way every day, it's like, you know what? We're going to play. We're going to try our best. If we win, cool. If we lose, cool. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you give out what you get, that's – I'm happy. And I I, I I, don't hate the Damian Harris uh, trade idea. Um, I hate – hate, hate – or not trade, but, like, no resign. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate, 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 hate – the Kendrick Bourne idea. Because uh, yeah, I, I mean, personally I like think Kendrick Bourne. That's a terror. That would be a terrible trade. I, I like personally think Kendrick Bourne's like making a very strong claim for himself with how I he played he's last year. in training camp. That was the concern. But like, yes. But like, I, in as much as I like the one two punch of Damian Harris from Andre Stevenson, I mean, I get why like you don't have to pay him. Like you can run with Stevenson. And yeah. it was very clear why they drafted two running backs as they were ready to move Harris out. And and like I don't know, and my thing with Bourne is like he was he was good last year. I mean, he has the chemistry with Mac. They're gonna figure it out. Like you just gotta you just gotta give it some time. Like, and I don't think like you're gonna jump into a trade. And and I know it came out that like the Patriots no longer or like are being called about Kendrick Bourne, but don't want to because he he was Mac's number one target and. Um, and he uh, has a t- very team friendly deal. So, like, that's good. But, like, it was just like, you know, they're not going to get rid of him because like, you can't. <laughs> and, but now, I mean, Harry, we can get into the James White retirement thing. Yeah. I think it's a, a, it's a big loss, obviously, because he's a Patriots legend. I don't know the, how big of a role he would have had this year anyway, because I know he was struggling with his injury still. And, and obviously, it'd be great to have him, love him, but like, I don't know, like Monty Stevenson, Damian Harris is such a strong one-two punch. You can't even. They would have taken the. They would have taken the touches from him. Like yeah, but locker room presence, like the chemistry oh, yeah, and the happiness he brings to the team, like that's a that's a large part of football as well. You and know that's what? Why I, is, it, yeah. is that one guy that's been at training camp a lot, and he was at the in-stadium practice I was at. Patrick Chung, he's been around the locker room a lot. I yeah, he still lives around here. I would have to guess because like. He brings his son in, like, and he he's been involved with the team very much. So I I mean, it's definitely a nice influence to have, especially with like uh, Hightower being gone and you know, like McCordy being left by himself as like a leader of the defense. I feel like. Yeah, he was oh. on the field for um with his son for like during drills and practices, right? Just hanging out yeah. with the guys. Yeah, he was yeah playing, just enjoying himself out there. What? I said yeah, he was just enjoying himself out there. But I don't think White's a huge loss. Uh, well, he's a huge mor- like morale loss is yeah, what I was trying team to team chemistry. I feel like playing wise, like I think you're fine. No, yeah, it's it's kind of like the Tyquan Thornton thing. It's just like and as a huge JJ Taylor fan, 
came on our podcast. <laughs> um, actually, fun fact, he signed the jersey, and when he came up to sign the jersey, I started talking to him, and he remembered who I was, and he was like, he was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> I, I was like, you, I don't know if you remember, but he came on our podcast. He was like, oh, shit. Like, he was laughing. That's funny. Um, but I feel like if he got some opportunities, he's so quick, he could get the ball. I, I know, like, I've seen, like, he might get cut, but I think the James White retiring thing is huge for him. And he's been playing so well in the preseason, both on special teams and as a running back, because he's so fast. But like and he's small, but he's quick. So I think he might he might be able to get on get on the team uh and and maybe maybe take some special teams roles. Yeah, but what do you uh what do you think of that Pierre Strong sign? Uh so I think Pierre Strong will probably make the team. Well, Kevin- I don't think Kevin Harris will. No, I think Kevin Harris will be a practice squad guy. Yeah. Until next year. But like um there's got a lot of running backs in the running back room. Like that, yeah, we did. Yeah, I saw people today saying like, oh, they just signed Kenyon Drake, but like they got a ton of running a terrible backs. idea. We don't need any more running backs. Yeah. And Ty Montgomery played phenomenal in the game the other day. Um in the in Yeah, the- he did. He really did. Like I feel like you can't really sacrifice guys like playing time for that have been in the locker room. So I'm not really worried about back to James. I'm not really worried about it, but I don't know how you guys feel about it. Aiden, what do you think? Yeah, so I I agree with you guys. On the field, he wasn't really giving us a whole lot since um before he got hurt last year. It's kind of been a few years since he's really given solid production. But I think that it's really more of an off the field effect. I mean, being able to, you know, give wisdom to the younger running backs in the room, like Damian Harris or Ramondre, you know. Hold on, hold on. Harry, what was that? I was wondering if somebody noticed that. I take a picture for the story. And I, just... <laughs> I was wondering if somebody noticed what I was doing back there. All right, sorry, Aiden. But anyway, I was saying that he was he's a good mentor for the younger running backs, being able to share that knowledge that he's gained over the years, being, in my opinion, should have been the Super Bowl MVP versus the Falcons. He was huge in that game. Um, he played us for us oh, yeah. for years, um, familiar with Belichick's system. I think that really provided a lot for the younger running backs to be able to learn from, be able to model their own games after. But I think um, we'll be able to survive. We'll figure it out um, without them. But a big loss more so for team chemistry than for on-the-field production. Yeah, that was that was kind of what I was getting at when I was like, oh, man, that like, I think the biggest loss, like, you know, to our team is James White in the past few weeks, uh, purely because of what, you know, the person he brought to the locker room. You know, he was a champion. He, he was a multi-winner. He was a just gritty, nasty guy in the field, and he did what he did to get it done, and he loved the game. And I think that really, like, reflected around everybody else, especially uh, especially while he was out. Um, they're like, Buck, we got to put one on for the big guy. You know what I mean? Um, I think losing that, uh, I think it'll give him a sense of like, ah, damn. But I also think it'll be like, you know what? Let's do it for James. You know what I mean? And uh, it kind of brings up that classic debate where it's like, wow, uh, what really makes a superstar team? Like what really makes a championship team, the the talent backing it or the, or the, like the drive to win from the guys you see. Um, And honestly, like looking at our lineup, you don't see, uh, really any star-studded names. I mean, if we're talking two years ago, three years ago, Hunter Henry, it's a big name. Johnny Smith, that's a big name. Uh, Ty Montgomery had his moments at the 
Devontae Nelson Aguilar had his man moments. Devontae Parker was, you know, he's uh, we talked he's always he's always been a you know like a, like probably like a tier two wide receiver his whole career. Um, but like you don't see like, oh wow, that team's crazy strong. Like they got the nastiest offense, nasty. Like we just got like a, a bunch of good guys, and if those good guys want it more than a bunch of great guys, then I fully heartedly believe that they can get it done. Yeah, and and uh, I want just want to move on to the defensive side of the ball. Um, just real quick, just going over. I mean, the, the uh, I know you said your concerns are in the secondary, but I I everything I've seen is Jalen Mills is stepping into the cornerback uh, one role very nicely. Um, he's been playing well. Jonathan Jones looking good. Um, a couple of the rookies have been stepping up. Um, and then like you still got McCordy out back. Adrian Phillips is still looking good. You got Duggar. Um, the linebackers are like that's the biggest question mark. Nobody knows who's gonna, who the hell is going to be playing linebacker. Hey, hey, hey! We got Anthony Jennings out there. Don't forget. I don't even know if he'll play, but Armour uh, apparently has been a huge beast in the middle. Um, that's huge. Um, then you got Judon on the side, obviously. Yeah, Jabril Peppers on the other side. Yeah. Oh, Jabril Peppers like playing safety. Like he, you also got him. He, um, I don't know. I, I, I mean. I don't, I think Malcolm Butler would have been like the third cornerback anyway. So like, yeah, that hurts. It probably Joe John Williams sucked before he got hurt anyway. Um, yeah. It doesn't hurt a bunch, but it's just like, you know, having the extra guy yeah, out there, yeah. you know, but so, I mean, my, like, I think we have like a average cornerback, like, like room across the board. Uh, I think our defense will be fine. I think it'll be serviceable. We just need to put up points. Like, if the defense is just meh, like an average, that's fine. Is the if the offense is as good as they should be. I mean, you've seen the the Chiefs have gotten by with an average defense like forever. Like, um, I mean, other than a couple like select like solid players, they've been averaged on defense and they've been doing it. Um, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's my quick spiel uh, about the defense, but I want to move on through, uh, to the uh, offensive play callers um, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, Matt Patricia or Joe judge, or even I hear him here now, Belichick might be in the mix for play calling. I think it's going to be Patricia based on preseason. And what I've read is like Patricia was calling the plays for a certain quarterback and judge was calling for the other. And just from watching, I feel like the plays that Patricia were calling were better. I don't think judge actually did a terrible job, but I think Patricia was definitely more comfortable, which he's, he, he had a coordinator role. He was a defensive coordinator, but he's done the play calling before. So it's not like he doesn't have experience with that. Yeah. He struggled as a head coach, but like, there's a lot of other aspects to that, than like to being a head coach than just a coordinator. So I feel like, and you don't know, we don't know where he, like his is like, I want to say interest lied before he became a defensive coordinator. Maybe he, was an offensive guy like and maybe he was a mix of both and he just ended up being a defensive coordinator and now he's on the offensive side of the ball so i mean i'm i'm not opposed to it i mean he has experience like he has a good rapport like uh, in new england yeah he struggled in what are you doing i was looking at myself and seeing how laggy the camera is and i'm sitting there like wow this is terrible but like, yeah, he struggled in Detroit. But like, that's Detroit. So many coaches have struggled there. I mean, the team sucks. I, it, only so yeah. much. Um, 
and I, I'm fine with I'm fine with him calling the plays. I'm a little less confident in Judge just because he was a special teams coordinator. Um, I think Judge should have went right back to the special teams job considering how bad special teams was last year. Um, but I don't know. I I mean I'm fine with Patricia. Um, I and I don't know. What who what do you guys think? Um honestly, I don't think it matters. I think if you just like, you know, every first down, just put Nick Folk out there and have him drill a 90-yard piss missile through the uprights, we're good. Um, yeah. But re- realistically speaking, um, I'd honestly really love to see Bill out there. Yeah, my thing with Bill is that means if Bill is calling the place for the offense, that means he's going to have to turn his back on the defense, and he's a defensive-minded guy. We know that which means when the defense is on the field, he's going to be talking to the offense and he's going to have to fully rely on those defensive guys to be like, like John Mayo and his son. To like, yeah, just fire everybody else. He can do it. I just, I feel like I would prefer Bill to just kind of be the overseer of everything versus. Which I can see, I, I can see that. Um, I'd like to see, uh, I'd like to see Patricia tries out, uh, tries out on uh, on defense because he's he knows so goddamn much about offense, and it, it would be nice to see him, you know, like show what he like all his experience, knowing like every single coordination. Like he, he's greatly and widely respected as one of the best offensive coordinators in league history. Try him out of defense. And I i mean, Bill's kind of the same, huh? You mean offense? Yes. Sorry. But I messed up my words there. I think Bill's kind of the same way. Um, like, I don't think at the, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm not worried about who we put out there. Um, I'm not giving Judge any credit right now, um, purely because I, if I'm being 1000% honest, I don't know jack about him. Um, but, yeah. I know Matt Patricia. I know Bill Belichick. I know I can't be let down with either of them. So, yeah. Yeah. Aiden, so, yeah, I'm comfortable with Patricia calling the plays. Um, I'd agree that Belichick would be best suited for a role that kind of is able to look at both of them from afar, like an overseer, as you were saying, Cross, because their defense just lost so much that he's really going to need to focus, especially in the cornerback position um safeties getting them acclimated a lot of new pieces there but I mean recency bias plays into a lot of this too right I mean Matt Patricia when he went to the Lions everybody was saying what a great hire that was Lions are finally going to be on the rise and I mean the Lions have just been bad they've been rebuilding since the Barry Sanders era to be honest so they've been bad for so long Calvin um, Johnson and now <laughs> yeah you're not wrong there Calvin Johnson's but, um, a good guy. He was on my top five favorite athletes of all time list. Yeah, I know. I saw that. But yeah, I mean, Chuck Patricia, Yash, I feel Adele comfortable with the plays, even though he was a defensive um, coordinator last time. Um, he's been around the league for a while. I'd say he knows what he's doing. Looks pretty. The plays look pretty good. Gonna, gonna think. He knows. He knows. He has the mind of a defensive coordinator, which means – he like he knows what the defense is gonna be doing yeah, he, he, yeah he, that's that, that that's be, what i was trying to say just the exact opposite because yeah, um, i had a brain he, fart yeah he should be able to read the defense he should be able to like he'd make those showtime calls where it's like i see coordinator should do yeah 
He'd make those Showtime calls. He'd set out and he'd be like, hey, we're going to do this, this, this. They'd go out there. He'd see that real time. Okay. Hey, stop it. Yeah. Change it to the. Like, he, he can read that shit easy because that's, that's his live life, laugh, love. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, they, they, he just understands that, you know, fresh cut of. I'm just saying words now. Yeah, if you, uh, but, bowl, if you give him a bowl of cereal, he's one of those guys who finishes all the milk. <laughs> It's a bowl of Cheerios, and they'll drink every last drop of milk. Oh, my bad. I yeah. forgot to the quote right. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so, I mean, finish every last I'm, not, I'm not as worried about training camp and preseason as everyone else is. I mean, we got the Raiders this week. We got Josh McDaniels. We'll see how this goes. But um, just real quick, just give your record predictions, and then we'll call it a day. So, my record prediction, I think they will go – I was at, I think, 11 the last time we talked, but I think, I think I'm going to go 10 and 10 and seven. I think, because I think, I think they're going to go 10 and seven. That's my thing. And I think they're just going to miss the playoffs. So I'm going 10 and seven. Um, Aiden, what are you looking at? Yeah, I got them either going 10 and seven or nine and eight. I think it'll be a little tough with some of the games that they have to play. I mean, Lambeau is a really hard place to play at, especially yeah, for a second-year quarterback. I've been struggling. From what I've read, Aaron Rodgers is pissed at all his receivers. And oh, yeah. Their defense isn't awesome. So, I, I that was actually a game that I was saying they were going to lose, and now I think they're going to win. Um, yeah, I could see them winning that. I just think it's tough to go into Aaron Rodgers' place and beat them. But, um, I mean, you got the Buffalo Bills twice there, juggernaut this year. But I do think that the Pats will have an over 500 record. Um, I like to have them hit double-digit wins, maybe even get to 11 games. They can win some of those close ones. But realistically, I think 10-7 and seven or 9-8 and eight being on the bubble of the playoffs toss-up. makes sense. It really all depends on the toss-up games. Harry, what are you looking at? I'm looking at the schedule right now. And no, I mean, I, like, what are you looking at for a record? What's your yeah, so that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Let me get to it. What's your prediction? Let's... I'm looking at the schedule right now. And after looking at the games, um, yeah, I mean, like, I, it's hard not to see like a like a ten right. and seven show so, up from them. Dolphins week one. I think we beat the Dolphins twice. I, I I really don't, I really don't see us losing to that team. I don't think they're as good as they 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 seem. <clears throat> and then we get. I think we get. I think we get piss smoked by the Raiders. I think no, their their offensive line is terrible and their defense isn't awesome. Um, no, their defense is pretty good. I don't. I mean, their offensive line is terrible. So, but Steelers, I think, is a win. I think we beat the Ravens. Um, so that's three. I think we beat the Packers. That's four. Beat the Lions. That's five. Beat the Browns. That's six. Beat the Bears. That's seven. Beat the Jets. That's eight. We could literally go eight no to start a season, and then Colts. I think we lose. Beat the Jets again. That's nine. Um, lose to the Vikings. Lose to the Bills. Um, I think we beat the Cardinals. Actually, yeah, I'm looking at 11 wins. I, I take it back. I'm going at 11. 10 or 11 for me. I, I, I just think these toss-up games, we should win. I mean, if we're playing how we should, we should win. And and I think we will get there. I, I mean, but – Harry, uh, what's what was your what was your number? So looking through, I'm saying 
we're losing quite a bit. Um, I say we lose to the Dolphins week one. Uh, I, I don't think we have trouble against the Steelers. I think we lose to the Ravens week three. And then we lose to the Packers week four. Ravens but, are my toss-up games. Yeah, that's a big toss-up for me. I think we get. I think we lose to the Ravens. I think we lose to the, lose to the Packers and the Ravens. Um, so right now we're sitting at one win, just beating the Steelers. But I think we streak from here. We beat the Browns, beat the Bears, beat the Jets, beat the Colts, beat the Jets, beat the Vikings, and then we get to this Bills games. I think we're taking one of them, and I don't think it's going to be the December game. I think it's going to be the last game of the season where we beat them. The Bills. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe a little sick guys in the last game of the season for the playoffs. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's 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 basically my main thing. So if we're going off that, uh, Steelers is one, Lions is two, Browns three, Bears four, Jets five, Colts six, Jets seven, Vikings eight, Raiders nine, and yeah, uh, Dolphins ten. Yeah, Bills eleven. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I think I think we take eleven or ten. We should. We will be a solid team. And oh yeah, but that's the thing. We're not given any easy wins. You know what I mean? I mean, mid-season it's a wash. But like once you get to like early season, first five and like last five, like we have like some like no shit real competition to go through. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. I think that's pretty solid uh, run through of everything. Patriots. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. This episode was brought to you by celsius uh go check them out um thank you to harry and aiden for hopping on hey always remember don't let them get you till they got you (laughs) whatever the hell that means and we'll end it on that so thanks everyone uh go follow us on social media at offbeat underscore sports on instagram at offbeat sports on tiktok um harry and david have been killing it on there so uh go check it out um and we'll see you next time (laughs) 